You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. I cannot even begin to describe to you how cold it is in this house right now. I know that I was complaining all summer about how hot it was, but it is so freezing. I'm on the brink of being able to see my breath inside the house. I feel so bad for Chuck. Because I recently got him groomed and I got him shaved again. And the shaving is not really like so much to keep him cool in the summer, but he gets so fluffy and so matted that I more so just get him groomed so that he's not matted and, you know, uncomfortable. Um, Because even when you brush him every day, it's hard to maintain. So anyways, I just recently got him groomed. So he is freshly shaved and it is like 57 degrees in this house. Luckily, we just got him a cat blanket that he's been like, so obsessed with the day that we bought it oh I'm wearing like a turtleneck sweatshirt because I have to put it over my face because I'm so cold we we would turn on the heater but I just did a peloton ride and it gets hot so that is it's nice that the house is this cold in that aspect and then Brett's about to do one and then I'm gonna do another one and then I think after that we'll put on the heat it's just crazy um so I got Chuck this cat blanket I was gonna return it right when I got it because there was a hole in it but It was only $10, so I'm like, I'll just use it. I figure I'll get another one if he likes it. Well, he doesn't just like it. He freaking loves it. We put a cat bed on our bed. I've talked about that before, and he sleeps on that. We also have the little dog toy stereo that's tucked in there, so he's like in a nice, like, tight spot when he gets in. And now we have this cat blanket, oh, my neck, draped over the top of that to keep him warm. Everyone, when I posted it, was like, what do you mean it's a cat blanket? What's the difference between a cat blanket and a real blanket? Well, real blankets are for people, so they're people size. Cat blankets are for cats or small animals, so they're small size. (laughs) The first day that we bought it for him, he literally slept in his bed for like 22 hours and didn't get out. He has become extremely more lazy ever since we got this cat blanket. He probably just gets out of his bed in the evening, which is also conveniently when we turn the heater on. Um, he'll, he'll like come downstairs, look out the window, and then he just gets right back in bed at night. Well, the first day that we had the cat blanket, I was getting ready to go to Pilates. This was last week. I was getting ready to go to Pilates. I changed. I, you know, disrupted Chuck for a second, pulled the blanket off so I could like, you know, rub my face on his face on his little body. And I noticed that he, in my eyes, was acting different. Shut it all the way. My God. Brett just walks up in here as if I'm not doing something important. So where was I? Oh, Chuck. I feel like he's acting different. Now, Chuck is a very active cat. He's normally running all over the place. He does lay in bed for some of the day, but not all day like he did the first couple days that we got this cat blanket. So to me, his eyes, he doesn't look like he's opening his eyes all the way. He's sneezing a lot. And so I come downstairs and I'm like, I really don't want to go to Pilates, but if I don't go, I'm going to get charged like 20 bucks because at this point it's 30 minutes before class. So if you cancel that close to class starting, you get charged. Obviously, they want to deter people from canceling last minute. So I was like, I can't cancel my Pilates class, but can you please just keep an eye on Chuck? And Brett's in the middle of doing a Peloton ride. He's like, yeah, no problem. So I leave and I'm driving down 50. P20, the one that I go to is off Exposition. They have one on P Street too, but I was going to the one off Exposition. I'm going down Highway 50 and I'm thinking about Chuck and I'm crying (laughs) in the car by myself all of a sudden I get a phone call from Brett and that just like makes me cry even harder because at this point I think something's wrong and I'm like I'm such a bad cat mom I shouldn't have left I should have just stayed who cares if I have to pay for canceling the class like this is more important so when he calls I think something's wrong so I am like really crying at this point I answer the phone and Brett's like Chuck's fine he was like he's out of bed he's downstairs I think we're just not used to seeing him like be that lazy and so like his eyes closed and him like acting lethargic as him just like being cold and being comfy in his bed and so him telling me that everything's fine just makes me so happy and like de-stresses me immediately that I start crying (laughs) even harder. I realize how ridiculous this is now that I'm talking about it, but I'm just like, I could cry right now just thinking about it. (laughs) My eyes are actually tearing up. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Uh, so I'm like just like, oh my god, I thought he was gonna die. And Brett's like, oh, you're ridiculous. So we get off the phone and then I turn the music up and I'm like in such a good mood now because I was just so worried. I think that's like one of my big things is I have really good intuition. Like sometimes I'll think about things and they'll happen. So then I just have this delusion that everything I think is gonna come true or that everything I think is correct. And then I build anxiety thinking about this thought that I've had. It's an issue. I need to talk about that when I go to therapy next. God. So yeah, Chuck is just obsessed with this blanket. Poor guy. He's laying under it right now because it's freaking freezing in here. And I hate, uh, there's things that I hate about both times of year. I obviously like the summer a lot more, even though I did hate being in this house and how freaking hot it was. But now I'm to the point where like, I just did a ride on the Peloton. I hate calling it a ride, by the way. I feel so like clicky. I just did a ride. I just did a class on the Peloton. So I'm sweating, but I'm cold. So I'm sweating, but I put a sweatshirt on, but my nose is running. Ugh, it's freaking terrible. I'm dreading doing the Peloton when it's hot outside. Like in the summertime, I don't know how I'm going to survive because now we, we moved into this house in February. So while we did get some cold months, it wasn't really cold like this. So this is the first time that I'm experiencing how cold it actually does get in here. And I know how hot it gets. So, I mean, it is nice riding the Peloton when it's cold like this in the house. I cannot even imagine what it's going to be like because this hot, this house gets hot as hell. It's going to be a freaking nightmare. I cannot even imagine. Even being as cold as it is inside right now, I still use the fan that we bought for the Peloton when I'm doing a ride because it's, it, I mean, it does get hot. Um, today, I called, so we have next, we have old next door neighbors all around us, but one of them, they're renters. And so we've been wanting to replace the fence before we get the dog. They just recently got a dog. I can't tell what kind of dog it is, but it always comes charging at the fence and there's a bunch of pieces missing from the, we need to get the fence fixed before we get this dog. So I've been trying to get the phone number from the neighbors, um, for a while now, but they are like weird, apprehensive that it's just the alcoholic next door neighbor. We have a conversation with him one day and then the next day he's like, Hey, brings up the same thing that we just talked about. So I had to get resourceful to get the actual owner of the house's phone number. Got that. You know, Google's a cold piece of work. Got that. Called him today. And he's a super nice guy, old guy. He was like, yeah, I'll go halves on the fence. I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, well, I have you on the phone. Can we also cut down the trees in the front yard? He's like, yeah, no problem. I was so happy that he was so nice. But we got to talking and he basically said that the house that we live in was so run down. It looked like it was abandoned. He said that years. So basically this family lived here for like 26 years and then sold it to the guy that flipped it. So the guy that, that I was talking to on the phone today, he bought the next, the next, the house next door in like the nineties. I think he said either 90 or 91. He said that <clears throat> when they sold this house, the people that lived here for a really long time, he said it was so run down. It looked abandoned. He's, he thought they were going to full blown bulldoze it down to the ground. And I've heard from some of the delivery drivers that make drop-offs here, like the FedEx guy. He's like, I've been in this neighborhood for 25 years. He said, I've never seen this house look the way that it does right now. So it has me just so curious about what this house looked like before. But part of me also kind of doesn't want to know because it sounds like it was fucking disgusting. And so I don't want to see that. But it also has me really thinking that um, it is haunted. I still haven't saged it because no one's told me how I need to do it. Someone needs to come over and help me. I'm not trying to sage it wrong. But oh, man, he was just going on and on about how big of a shithole this house used to be. And now I'm like, damn, I really wish I knew what it used to look like. I'm curious, but then I don't want it to gross me out either. Oh, he said at one point, the house on the other side of him had burned down. The house across the street had burned down. And then this house was just standing here looking like desolate. Is that a word? Desolate. Lindsay, if you're listening to this and that's not a word, please let me know. She's always letting me know when I'm using wrong words in this podcast. <laughs> Is it a word and did I use it correctly? He just said that um, all the houses around him were like the biggest pieces of shit ever. I'm like, oh, he's like, it looks great now. This house is totally flipped on the inside. Um, it's so nice on the inside. I mean, at least I think so. I, I freaking love it. When, obviously, we wouldn't have bought it if we didn't love it. But yeah, anyways. Let me just tell you how my morning started. I told you last week that 
if Brett wakes me up these days, I can't fall back asleep, which I mean, I shouldn't be sleeping in anyways. That's probably the reason I can't fall asleep at night. I don't normally sleep past nine o'clock. Normally, Brett is making some sort of commotion that wakes me up. But I've just told him I'm having a little bit of a harder time sleeping. So like, don't wake me up if it's not important. Turn use the headphones for the Peloton that I bought, which he still has not used. So this morning at like 815, he comes running up the stairs. Megan, Megan, babe, Megan, Megan. And I'm like, what? What? And he's like, I'm going to move the car from the garage to the driveway. This motherfucker. What? What do you mean? I'm going to move the car from the garage to the driveway. Why why are you telling me this? He's like, because we're getting um, work done in our backyard today. We're getting, (laughs) Brett thought that he could do the dog run by himself. He cannot. There's like stumps that have been in there for God knows how long. He was digging. He was finding like buried treasures, like pool nets, like buried under the dirt. So we have someone coming in to um, dig out the stumps, dig down four inches or four feet, four four inches, (laughs) fucking hell, four inches and put decomposed granite down for when we get the dog, whenever that will be, because the woman still has not. Let, Let me ask you guys something. When we got the reserve this dog we were told that it was going to be here in November December so it is now November I checked in with the woman on October 10th and I said hey I'm just trying to figure out if the dog's pregnant already she did tell me that she was going to email me when the dog's pregnant I said I'm trying to figure out if the dog's pregnant or not um just so that we have a better idea of timeline and so on October 10th she said I will let you know when the dog's pregnant Um, It should be any time now. So it's now a month later. I'm recording this on November 10th and we haven't heard from her. So my calculations means that if the dog isn't pregnant yet, we're not going to get it till mid-March, which is a totally different time frame than we thought we were going to be getting this dog. We thought we were going to be getting it in like January. So I want to reach out to her again, but I don't want to be that annoying ass bitch. I mean, I am that annoying ass bitch. That's I'm a follower, follower upper. I'm like, hey, just following up. I told Brett the other day that it actually stresses me out. I'm like, I don't want to stay on top of other people people to do their jobs or to like, you know, get back to me. Like that shouldn't be my responsibility. And I hate that I take that on. Like, I forget what Brett said. He was like, check on this. And I was like, I don't need to check on it. They should just, we made an agreement. They're supposed to reach out to me on this date. They should just do that. I shouldn't have to make sure double, triple, quadruple check. Anyway, so I want to message this woman again and just be like, hey, me again. But I also don't want to like irritate her or bother her because I know that I can be a pesty, pescary pestering ass bitch I think I got the word right on the last one we have a guy coming in today to to do the dog run so Brett woke me up to tell me that he was going to move the car from the garage from the to the driveway so that the car didn't get stuck inside the garage in case we needed to go anywhere and I said why did you wake me up to tell me that and he said because I know you get worried And so I was up. I fucking couldn't fall back to sleep after that. Uh, I was productive, changed the litter box, called the neighbor, did a Peloton ride. But still, we stayed up late last night watching Love Island season one. We're now on Love Island UK season one. I don't like it as much as I like season six. Um, I just don't like the people as much. I feel like they're rude and not good people, which does make better TV. But at the same time, like you can still have good TV and be a good person. Anyways, we were up late last night. So I couldn't use that extra like, I don't know, 30 minutes. But no, he had to wake me up to tell me that he was going to move the car. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. So I woke up, did the Peloton. Like I said, Brett and I have been hitting it real hard. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. I burn like 400 calories in a 30-minute class with the cool down normally that I do afterwards. And last night they did a two for one. So two people were teaching the class and I didn't know what the theme was. I just thought it was going to be like a good class. And I log on and it's a Beyonce themed class. I was telling my friend Sierra, who's obsessed with Beyonce. I was like, you would have died. It was a whole Beyonce themed class. And then I wake up today to the Peloton Instagram announcing that they have done, um, signed a multi-year deal with Beyonce to have Beyonce songs and Beyonce themed rides. And I could not be more excited. Actually, that's a lie. TMZ signed, said that they signed a multi-year deal with one another, but then the Peloton app kind of made it seem like it was just going to be a week-long thing. I don't really know. I don't really know what to believe, but I did sign up for another class this Friday. That's another Beyonce ride. I'm so excited about it. Like the music is just really what gets me going. And the funny thing that I've noticed is Brett and I have like completely different tastes his rides are like it's he does this older white guy I don't know what his name is I really don't know any of the names yet um except for a couple of the people that I take so 
this older white guy and he's he's like very not low energy when he's teaching his classes but just like a very even tone in his voice playing like creed and nickelback and shit i don't fucking know but i always go downstairs and watch brett and i'm like this would not get me pumped at all like Brett swears that it's really hard and it does look hard and he does like he is like really sweaty and stuff afterwards but the music doesn't pump me up this guy doesn't pump me up he's sometimes I think I walked down the other day and he was like yeah just let the music carry you meanwhile my people are like energy level through the roof level 10 I like Alex I like Cody I like um I forget all the other people's names that I like but I like a hip-hop ride that's what gets me going I will settle for a pop ride occasionally but the hip-hop rides are where it's at for me so Brett and I are just on two completely different wavelengths when it comes to what kind of classes we like I'm like I guess that's kind of a good thing I mean, I guess it really doesn't really matter, (laughs) but I would die if I went downstairs and saw Brett taking a Beyonce class. Another thing that really kills me is all the hashtags that people put in their bio, like Peloton mom working from home, work from home Peloton moms, single moms, working moms. I'm like, oh, fucking kill me if I'm ever the person that puts like a cheesy hashtag in my bio. Peloton moms from home, Peloton moms in their 40s, Peloton moms. I fucking can't watch. I'm going to have a kid and I'm going to immediately change my headline (laughs) oh god it kills me peloton moms peloton moms in their 50s peloton moms who work from home I didn't know you guys were so invested in the saga of my dad's fridge, but man, a lot of you have reached out to me asking what's happening with that. So I guess I'll give you an update. Um, He went through like three different fridges, one from Costco, one from Home Depot, I think one from Lowe's. None of them were working and the delivery people kept saying that it was a problem with his outlet, something with the something with the break. I don't fucking know. Electronic shit. I have no idea. He explained it to me and I was like, okay. Um. And my dad was like, no, that's not the case. So he finally got another one delivered yesterday and he said it's working and it's great. And it's so funny. I hate to keep bringing up the Peloton thing. I've been really trying not to post about it and shit on Instagram and be annoying because I know that there are those people that post about it every day. Like, we don't need to fucking see your ride every day, Lauren. Um, So I've been trying not to post a ton about it. But the class that I did today was actually, I accidentally did a repeat. It was Cody Rigsby. I think that's Cody, Kobe, Cody Rigsby. Yeah. I took his class accidentally, a pop class for the second time. And in this class, he talks about people that are rich have garage fridges. And I was fucking dying. Like, Ooh, when I was a kid, I went to my friend's house and the mom was like, go get a popsicle out of the garage fridge. I was like, Ooh, I knew they had money. I've always had a garage fridge. My dad's always had a garage fridge, but the difference, I mean, not like we were balling. We just lived in college greens, but the garage fridge was where all like the Costco food was. My dad used to buy hella food in bulk until I started getting chubby and then he cut back. That's where the sodas were, the soft pretzels, the hot pockets, the Totino's pizza rolls, like the, the popsicles. They were all out in the garage fridge. He's always had a garage fridge just because he, you know, stores meat and stuff. So I felt bad because when Brett and I moved into this house, he upgraded a lot of his appliances to give us some of his old stuff. Like he had a washer and dryer um, from, I think it's from like 2005, but you would never know it. It looks like it's from this year because my dad is the type that keeps keeps things in literally immaculate condition. He is a record keeper. He could pull out a receipt from 1997 if you need it. Like he is just one of those people that keeps things looking so, so nice. So when Brett and I moved in, we were so thankful because he had saved or he had a washer and dryer for us and then he upgraded and got a new washer and dryer. He had a dishwasher. We didn't need a dishwasher. So I sold that shit on Facebook Marketplace. Bye. He got a new dishwasher. And then he had um, he wanted to get a new fridge for inside. So we got that fancy fridge, the one that has the camera inside that you can pull up from your phone. Like if you're at Costco, like, oh, do we need coffee creamer? They can just look inside the fridge. So then they put the the their fridge that was inside in the garage and then they gave us our their old garage fridge so we have a garage fridge that was my dad's old garage fridge so that was just I don't know like five months ago and then the the fridge that he had inside that he put in the garage blew it and so I'm like I feel so guilty because he was waiting to upgrade all of his appliances so that he could give us you know appliances and then his goes and breaks and so now he has a garage fridge that is brand fucking new it looks so nice in there too he sent me a picture yesterday I'm like hopefully that's the 
the end of that because not only the the fridge that we, they delivered inside also was broken. It was scuffed. I think they had to replace it like two times. My dad has had the worst luck with appliances this year. And it's all because he was Beyonce. Let me upgrade you. Let me upgrade you. So everyone that was wondering about the garage fridge and my dad, it is uh, resolved as of yesterday. We can put it to bed. And ours, of course, is working perfectly. And it's the garage fridge that he's had ever since I was like a kid. And now we have it in our garage. So now we have a garage fridge. We have the Peloton. We're getting the fence fixed. The next thing on my list, the next thing that I'm manifesting is a Dyson. You know, those new Dyson. So a Dyson bloat. (laughs) Let me just tell you guys about the journey of the Dyson. Last year for Christmas, I'd been telling Brett all year, I want a Dyson hairdryer. I want a Dyson hairdryer. And so he was going to give me a Dyson hairdryer for Christmas. Those things are like 400 bucks. His mom has one. And every time I go to England, I'm like so excited because I get to use it. And it's just, there's no heat. So it's not bad for your hair. It is just the most amazing thing ever. The thing is, I'm not good at styling my own hair. So I don't know how to blow my hair out with just a regular blow dryer and a round brush. I have no fucking idea. So about a month or two before Christmas last year, actually it was right before Thanksgiving, people started posting about the Revlon um, blowout brush dryer comb thing. It was on Amazon. It was under 40 bucks. So I got one. Raved about it. I could straighten my hair in less than 10 minutes. Like it was a game changer for me. I was telling everyone to buy it. I went in to go get my hair done at Lace Salon with Violet. And I was like, Violet, look at me now. I can blow out my hair with this thing. And she was like, what is it? So I pulled it up and I showed it to her. She was like, your hair is going to fall off. This is so bad for your hair. There's so much heat. It is. Does your hair steam when you do it? And I was like, yeah, I just saw that and it was working. She was like, no, girl, if you do it, do it quickly. Don't leave it on your ends for too long. So by this time, Christmas had already passed before I realized that it was bad for my hair. So Brett didn't give me the Dyson because I told him, never mind. I was like, oh, I found this thing is under 40 bucks. Like, don't buy me a $400 hair dryer because I have this other thing. Well, now it's damaging my hair. And so he got me a Michael Kors purse instead. (laughs) And so now I was like, oh, I really want a Dyson. I was telling him this year for Christmas, even though we're getting each other tattoos. But now Sacramento just went back. Rewind. We're getting each other tattoos for Christmas. And then just like small things, you know, like I might give him a pair of shoes, some cologne, you know, things like that. But um, it was just on the news that Sacramento's going back to the purple. So I don't think we're going to be getting our tattoos anymore. Um, my first appointment was on November 25th. I don't really see that happening. So we might be back to the drawing board. So Brett, if you're listening, the Dyson hairdryer thing, I have to take a quiz online to tell you which one I need. Because you take a, so my hair's a little bit past my shoulders. I would say it holds style at about a three or a four, and it's just regular. It's not thin. It's not thick. There's like a quiz that you have to take, and it tells you which uh, product to get. So this is just like the Revlon. It's a hairdryer brush. Violet got it, and she said she blew her hair out in like two minutes, two minutes and 22 seconds, I think. So I 1,000% need that because that's the only way I can do my hair, and I haven't been wearing extensions anymore. How did I even get here? Oh, yeah, I'm manifesting. So this thing is way more than $400. It's $550. But you're paying for a product that isn't going to damage your hair, no heat damage, so you're cut, you're saving money on heat protectants for your hair. I mean, if I get this, my life will be set. I won't need to manifest anything else. I've got the Peloton. We're getting a dog. We're getting tattoos. I'll have the blow dryer. My life. Then I'll have to manifest a kid after that. <laughs> That'll be the next step. I have two questions for you. My Instagram has been doing something weird. Every Saturday, my entire feed refreshes. You know where you go and like look to see who's liked your pictures, who's following you? Every Saturday for the past three weeks, I open it and it's blank. And so it starts over. So like when someone likes my picture, like one thing will be there. And does that make sense to anyone else? Is that happening to anyone else? My next question, do Girl Scout cookies expire? (laughs) You know how people are like, you know, food products have to put expiration dates on their products. But like, does it really expire? The other day, Brett and I were on the couch and he was like, you know, what's totally going to go to waste? And I was like, what? And he was like, the Girl Scout cookies that we bought for my parents and my brother. So this year when I got Girl Scout cookies, I got extra for Brett's parents, Brett's brother. And we haven't seen them this year because of the lockdown. So they've just been sitting in our cabinet. So Brett pulled them out and he was like, they're already expired. And I'm like, cookies don't expire. And he was like, of course they do. There's dairy in them. There's butter in them. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, they just have to put an expiration date on there. So we opened a package of them and we had a couple and they did taste a little funny. So 
I mean, I just bought them this year. Do they expire that soon? What's the deal? Someone please let me know. Something else that was announced this week that I'm hella excited about, I already ordered some. So Kristen S. is a uh, hairdresser who makes salon-style products specifically for Target. You can only buy them on Target. So she makes the shampoo that I use, the conditioner. She has like a curl enhancer, a deep conditioner. She has a scalp scrub that I use. She's the one that has um, the, the the pink tint that all the blonde girls have been using the past year. She's the one that released that. So I love her products. They're vegan, cruelty-free. Um, they're safe to use on your hair every day. There's limited ingredients in them. They're keratin safe. Like, they're just amazing. So I logged on to Instagram today, and I saw that she had um, a story up. And I don't, for some reason, she doesn't normally pop up on my feed. You know how Instagram switches up the algorithms every once in a while? Well, a bunch of people that don't normally pop up on my feed are back. Guess who's back? Guess. And she's one of them. So I was clicking through her story today and she was, she released a airport compliant travel size bag of shampoos and conditioners and all of her products and they're reusable. So I snagged that. It was only 20 bucks. Cause like when we go to England and stuff, we pack gifts, we pack hella clothes because we're normally there for more than a week and toiletries and stuff is really hard because you want to pack enough to last you but uh, you, you know it's just it's just a nightmare so she made this um you know everything's under the guidelines of what you can carry on even going through the airport and it comes in a cute bag it's super sleek but that's not the main seller so she also created travel size or like sample size, not sample size, they're a little bit bigger. There are perfumes based off the smells of all of our shampoos and other products. So her scalp scrub smells like nothing I've ever used before. Her curl enhancer smells so bomb. I just bought, um, I normally use the one, which is one of our shampoos, but I just changed to a different one and I used it for the first time on Saturday. It smells so Good. So it's a five pack of these shampoo or um, perfumes that smell like her hair products and they're 35 bucks. So I had uh, two Target gift cards for $20 off because I went shopping over the weekend, used the Cartwheel app and saved that money. So I got the travel kit and the little perfumes for $32. I'm so freaking stoked. Um, Brett and I have not had any kit or perfume or cologne for a while because excuse me, where have we gone? We haven't needed it. But when things reopened, we went to the kiosk in the middle of the mall. We were like, give us your cheapest shit. Well, we're dumb because we paid like 40 something dollars for their cheapest perfume and cologne. And it was in super small bottles. And the way that we go through, we spray like 20 times. So it's already almost gone. So I'm just so excited that I happened to look on her Instagram and click through and see that she has these perfumes that smell like the hair care products. And they're also supposed to enhance like your regular scent. They're also vegan. Again, cruelty free, not tested on animals, obviously. So I'll keep you guys posted on what they smell like and if they smell as good as the actual products. And if you've never scoped out Kristen S, the shampoo is like $12.99. Same with the conditioner. Most of the products run between $10 and like $20, but it lasts a long time. Really good quality stuff. Kristen S, you'll see it. It's in light pink bottles, green bottles, black bottles, white bottles. I also use the dry shampoo and the dry conditioner. I'm quickly going to talk about Dancing with the Stars. I didn't watch it until last Thursday. I'm kind of checked out, but I'm also kind of not. I can't believe how hard Carrie Ann was being on Kristen, Brist Kate, Kristen Bristow, Caitlin Bristow. And then it came out on it. I was watching Entertainment Tonight for once in my life. And I didn't realize that Carrie Ann and Artem dated in the past for like three years and that she's known to be harder on his partner. So oh, whatever. Um, I did see a spoiler from last night. Well, it's not a spoiler because who fucking cares? Just Dancing with the Stars. But Caitlin did get 10 tens. 10 tens no three tens so she got a 30 a perfect score um so I'm curious to see what her dance is from last night I cannot believe that Chriselle got voted off last week like that was the shock of my fucking life especially after that dance with Gleb it was so freaking good and then they get kicked off and the very next day Gleb announces that him and his wife of 14 years are getting divorced she's posting all these things on her Instagram insinuating that he was not faithful and then Chriselle had to come online and basically defend herself because everyone was going after her saying that they thought that Chriselle 
and Gleb were hooking up. I mean, Dancing with the Stars is known for being sketchy and like partners hooking up with the people that they're dancing with. So do I think that Gleb and Chriselle were hooking up even though she's denying it? I kind of believed her response because I just feel like if it were true, she would avoid. But only time will tell. I definitely saw chemistry between them, especially in the last dance that they did. I still can't believe that she's done. I don't think she could believe it either. I don't know who I think is going to win. There's so many good people this season. I want it to be Caitlin Bristow, but I think that there's a possibility that it could be Neve. It's not going to be Nelly, even though I love him. I love him so much and I love watching him dance. I love it because he's either counting. You can see his mouth. He's either counting or he's singing the words I just <laughs> or biting his lip. I love it. I told you on my Instagram last Wednesday when my last episode was released that I realized what drop down bubble bitch was. I think I talked about that in like my fifth episode. I save notes in my phone as the week goes on for things that I want to talk about on the podcast. And so when I first started this podcast, one of the things I wrote down was drop down bubble bitch. And I had no idea what it was. And I figured it out last Wednesday. So sometimes I do these big extravagant post posts when it comes to my podcast episodes to try to get people to listen, to try to entice you. I normally just write massive paragraphs on my caption. I realize that it's not very aesthetically pleasing, but I've said in the past, I'm never going to be one of those girls that's like, hey, want to see what's up with me this week? Dot, dot, dot. And then another, you have to click the little dots and then another paragraph drops and then another paragraph and then the hashtags. I said I was never going to be one of those girls. It's like, this is what happened this week. Dot, dot, dot. So my story began... That's what a drop down bubble bitch is. And I have become a drop down bubble bitch. <laughs> I could be, I have to be honest with you for the longest time. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how people created those Instagram captions where you just see the first sentence and then you have to press more and then there's drop down bubbles and then there's another paragraph and then you have more drop down bubble bitches and then there's another paragraph. And then I finally realized that you have to write the caption in your notes, copy and paste it onto your Instagram. And I am now a drop down bubble bitch because I realized that it's a lot easier on the eyes. People don't want to read this big honking paragraph it looks a lot better if you just become a drop down bubble bitch so I always said I wasn't going to be that girl and look who it is it's me drop down bubble bitch <laughs> that's what it means not that exciting but uh it's who I've become I'm trying to embrace that I'm a drop down bubble bitch the reason I probably didn't remember is because I'm trying to block it out of my mind I don't do it with every Instagram caption like I'm not one of those girls that's like everything's the same when you go to my Instagram every caption has drop down bubbles and hashtags in a line and hearts and an angel wing emoji like I'm not <laughs> it's just I'm just more so using it when I'm creating like a big post, a wordy post, which is like 50% of the time because I'm one wordy ass bitch, as you can tell. <laughs> you guys aren't going to believe the things that happened this weekend. I'm just going to get into that before we talk about The Bachelorette. And then tonight, Brett is making Brie and I dinner. Oh, he's going to make this stew with like dumplings. It's going to be bomb, perfect for this cold ass weather house. Um, we're going to watch The Bachelorette and then Brett and I and Brie are going to do a little recap afterwards. Well, I hope Brett's going to agree to do it. So let me just get into what happened over the weekend. So Bree's in town. She lives in Seattle now. So I don't get to see her every time that she comes into town, but I try to. Um, I, I also have a friend that's getting ready to leave town for the holiday season. I also knew that we were about to close down again this week. So we all made a plan to go get a couple drinks. Brett and I were going to get a couple drinks grab dinner, come home. The cabin downtown posted that they were back open on Friday, which I was like, that's crazy that they're about to reopen right when things are going to close again. But they have my favorite cocktail in Sacramento, which is the S'mores Martini. Um, it is my favorite drink by far. It's $10, so it's a little pricey and you don't get much, but they even light the marshmallow on fire for you. It just tastes like, uh, it just tastes like a s'more in your mouth. So the plan was to go there. Then we were going to go to Buckhorn because Brett and I always talk about going to Buckhorn and he's never been. We never end up following through. And then we were going to go home and watch what was in my head supposed to be the most iconic Saturday Night Live ever. That was our plan. I didn't want to go out and spend a ton of money. Brett was trying to make it like a whole night out. But I was like, we don't need to spend. Now, if you try to go out and do something, you have to get food everywhere that you go. And it just it's like I don't like it. I have to wash my hands. My skin's already hella dry. I just it's not it's not the most comfortable thing. And also I feel fat as fuck at the end of the night because I've eaten at every single place that we've gone. So we get to the cabin, we meet Brie, Cody, and a couple other people. And I'm so excited. I go up to the bar, I get the s'mores martini. I sit down, I lick the rim, which has chocolate and like graham cracker cut crust. And then I take a sip and it tastes nothing like I remember. I don't know if they changed the recipe. I was watching him make it and I feel like some of the ingredients are not what used to be in it. It used to be um, marshmallow vodka, 
I don't really know what else, but he poured some brown stuff in it. And that's what I feel like I could taste. And I didn't like it. I was so disappointed. I was like, oh, this is the only reason I agreed to come out. The only reason I wanted to come out was to get this freaking s'mores martini. So we leave, we go to Buckhorn, we place an order, we each get a sandwich, we get some burnt ends, some ribs, some mac and cheese, and they were like, okay, well, we'll text you when your order's ready. So we go next door, we get some bottles of wine, some beers to bring home to watch SNL and to eat the barbecue. So we pick it up, we go home, we live less than five minutes away from the Buckhorn. We get home, we immediately open, I'm like, I'm not even going to wash my face, take my makeup off, I just want to get into this food, because we hadn't eaten all day, we were like looking forward to this barbecue. It is cold. We heat it up and then the meat is chewy. It is like you can tell the sandwich like I I fucking know how to make a sandwich. The cheese was just like set on there. It wasn't melted. It was just so bad. And so Brett's like, I'm not eating this. I'm going to order something else. So I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I'm so torn. Like, I'm so hungry. I just want to eat it. But Brett has is talking me into ordering. We're going to get something else. We're going to get something better. So I dump my all of my food into a bag. And I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm going to call Buckhorn. So I call. And I'm like, are you guys about to close? And they were like, yeah, unfortunately. And I was like, look, we just, I, you know, I've never had a bad experience there. Normally, your food is really good. I know that people are adjusting to different times and, you know, a lot of takeout orders. But, you know, we just spent $50 and we got home and the food was terrible. And And so she basically took down my name and phone number and said she was going to give us a credit, which I appreciated. But then Brett and I began the saga of, okay, what are we going to eat? I've told you guys that we've struggled with this in the past. So we were supposed to get pizza the next night. So pizza was out and we just weren't craving the same things. And also it's such a ripoff to to pay the delivery fee from Postmates or from DoorDash or whatever the fuck it is. So we just couldn't agree on anything. So we literally did not eat dinner. We ended up both being in super bad moods because we were hungry. Um, At this point, we had drank some wines. We couldn't drive anywhere. So our only option was to get something delivered. And we just refused. Like we were going to get sauce now has like these chicken sandwiches that come out of that place. It's called like clucked chicken or something. Anyways, Brett was like, that sounds good. So I put two chicken sandwiches in our basket along with like French fries. And it was like 50 something dollars. And Brett was like, fuck that. I refuse to pay that. And then... Saturday Night Live didn't start when it was supposed to. It was just such a nightmare night. We ended up, it ended up being good in the end, but we woke up Sunday morning. We were freaking famished, so hungry because we didn't get any food the day before. We had saved all the space in our stomachs for dinner and then we didn't even fucking eat dinner. It was so annoying, but... Sunday we were on the wait li- we've been on the wait list for months to get this destroy- Detroit style pizza do you know Lou Sushi downtown so he owns Lou owns Lou Sushi shocker he also makes these Detroit style pizzas everyone's been posting about him in this Facebook group Capital Eats um, just saying that they were the, the most amazing thing ever so we got on the wait list we paid for these pizzas we were supposed to get them on Sunday so I don't know if he has like a pizza oven in his backyard I don't really know how it works but 4.30 we went we picked up the pizza in the Southland Park area two pizzas we brought them home I have never tasted pizza like that in my life I am a habitual ranch loser loser (laughs) god I'm a habitual ranch user I always use ranch when I eat pizza no matter what and I did not even get it out for this pizza it was the best pizza I've ever had in my life. Now I understand why the wait list is so long. We were going to order another one, but um, his the wait list is full till January, and we always do no drinking and Whole30 in January, so we're going to wait and get it again in February. But it was leg- legit, legit. Why can't I speak? It's because I'm cold. Whenever I'm cold, I slur my words as if I've had a couple drinks. I don't know what it is about the temperature, this everyone was DMing me when I posted it and they did not understand what they meant by there was a wait list for this pizza. They're like, what do you mean? So if you want to um, get on the wait list or check out these guys, this guy's prices. So it's, well, I can just tell you cheese is 25 pepperoni is 28 and more pepperoni is $31. So to find him on Facebook, there's a group where he posts when the wait list is open, just type in lose pizza, Sacramento's first Detroit pizza. And if you can't find it and you want the link, um, I can send it to you. But it is, I'm not even lying, hand to God, the best pizza I have ever had in my life. The crust, I didn't know what a Detroit pizza, what, why do I keep saying Detroit? I didn't know what a Detroit pizza was like. Um, it's like the the crust is like, fla- I, I can't even, I don't even, I can't even put it into words how good it was. But we had it Sunday night. My sister came over to pick up some things she had left here when she was here the previous weekend. 
And um, she had a slice. And the next day, there was an uneven number of pieces left. And Brett goes, you gave one of your pieces to your sister, that motherfucker. (laughs) He was like, that was on you. That was one of your slices. So we had it yesterday for lunch and for dinner. And when we finished that last bite, knowing that we weren't just going to be able to order it again whenever we want, it was heartbreaking. (laughs) I put a picture on the Capital Eats page, um, which is just where people go if you don't know on Facebook. And they post if they've had a good experience downtown or people ask questions like, where can I get the best hot dog, the best curry, the best pizza? And then everyone responds. Everyone's super nice on that page. The only place on Facebook where you can go and people are actually nice. So I really freaking love it. Um, I posted the picture of the pizza on there. And there, that was on Sunday. It's Tuesday. People are still commenting on it. Either they had gotten it in the past and like saw my picture and their mouths were watering or they wanted to know how to get it. Um, It is the best pizza I have ever had in my life. I'm going to dream about it. I'm going to think about it constantly. And I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to get pizza anywhere else again, because nothing is going to compare to that pizza. Okay, I've said my piece. You don't believe me? Order it for yourself and find out. So after we're done eating the pizza on Sunday night, um, Brett had got a couple ciders and a, yeah, a couple ciders to drink while we were watching like TV. Oh, we've been watching The Undoing on HBO. It only has three episodes so far. It's with um, Keith Urban's wife. What's her name? Uh, 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 well, you know who I'm talking about. Keith Urban's wife, Hugh Grant. It has a bunch of names in it. The one of the girls from American Horror Story, I forget her name. It is so good. It's a thriller. Oh, I can't even tell you how good it is. So Brett got a couple of ciders to drink while we were watching that. And all of a sudden, (laughs) we're about to go upstairs. And he looks at me and he's like, I'm having an allergic reaction to something. But Brett is the most dramatic person you will ever meet in your life. Brett's... (laughs) Brett's like, this is what happens to my brother. His brother has a peanut allergy. And he was like, this is what happens to Adam when when he eats a peanut. And so Brett, I I look at him and his face is red. And he he does have a rash on his neck and like on his chest because he takes his shirt off. But he is... He thinks that his face looks like Will Smith's in Hitch. He is purposely hanging his tongue out of his mouth. He starts walking with a limp as if for some reason it's affecting this allergic reaction is affecting the way that he walks. He's like, I go downstairs. So I was going to get him my inhaler because it sounded like he couldn't breathe. And then I panicked at first. And then I realized, oh, this is just Brett being Brett. He's like, I don't need the inhaler. I need um, like Benadryl. So I go downstairs and I get him an allergy tablet from England, one that his mom brought and he takes it and he is going. (laughs) And I'm like, Brett, just breathe, breathe normal. You're 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 running out of breath because you're putting on the show right now. You're being dramatic. Just breathe normal and you won't be out of breath. And he's like, (laughs) I can't. But meanwhile, when he's not thinking about being dramatic, he's breathing normal and he's fine. And so I'm laughing at him in bed. He's mad because I'm being insensitive. But I, I'm like, do you want me to call an ambulance? Like, what do you want me to I'm like laughing because it's fucking hilarious. And he gets up and he goes and looks in the mirror and he's like, my face feels like it's going to explode. And he has his mouth open and his tongue out of his mouth, acting as if his face is swollen, but it's not. It's just a little patchy and red. Oh, it chucks meowing at the door. So I am in bed laughing. He is. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, I can't deal with this. And I got a little irritated. I was like, I'm just going to go downstairs if you're going to keep this up, because I know this is an act. I said, you just need to calm down. And I'm like, I don't know what this could have been. We could, he's like, maybe it's the cat. I'm like, oh, fucking here we go. He's like, this is how I used to get when I was allergic to cats back when I was allergic to cat quote air quotes back when I was allergic to cats. And I'm like, the only thing that we've had different tonight is that cider. And he's like, there must be something in the cider because he was splotchy. And his, well, there was a little, like he couldn't get a deep full breath, but he was just being so over the top. Oh, I need to let Chuck in. So, yeah, he finally falls asleep. And as soon as he falls asleep, he's breathing normal. 
the rash starts to go down because I was watching him. I shined a full, my phone flashlight on his face and I'm like, okay, the Benadryl must have worked. But it's just so funny. I wish you guys could have seen him walking. Like he was, he had his hands out, his arm, his elbows bent, his hands out, and he was walking with a limp, like he was freaking Quasimodo. And I'm like, is, is this allergic reaction affecting your motor skills? You all of a sudden have one leg that's significantly shorter than the other. Like, what are you doing? And, oh, God, it, it had to have been something that was in the cider that he drank. But it was just the strangest thing ever. And it's just so hard to deal with him when he's like that because there he panics and he wants the, your attention and he wants to act like the world is ending and like he's dying. Oh, and then Chuck wouldn't get in bed. He's like, Chuck knows that I'm dying. I'm like, Brick, you're not dying. You don't have an allergy that you know of. So something is just like, don't know what to tell you. I wish I could have taken a video or a picture of it or him in action because... It was so funny, but in the moment, that just would have set him off because he was already mad that I was laughing at him. But I, I mean, how could you not laugh at him? Oh, God. Okay, quickly, let's get into The Bachelorette from last week. I mean, this is just why the contestants or the lead isn't able to see the contestants before the show. That's why they always keep it a secret because this would happen all the time. Someone would creep on the contestants. They would fall in love or gravitate towards one of towards one of the people that were going to be on the show. And they would get these preconceived notions about them and how they are and who they are. And they wouldn't pay attention to anyone else. So this is why they have these rules in place. I think Claire is lying about them talking previously because she's going to get fined by the network if she broke her contract. And I'm sure it was in her contract that she wasn't allowed to have any contact with any of these guys. Um, the whole episode, I mean, I don't even need to tell you it was cringe because you watched it. You know that it's cringe. It was the most embarrassing episode I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Dale kept saying, whoa, I'm just going to, we're going to nurture the relationship and see where it goes. Like, is nurture the only word that you know? Because the only word that has more than five letters because you just kept saying oh I'm gonna nurture the relationship yeah you're about to nurture it for five more hours until Chris Harrison shows up to your room and tells you that you need to get down on one knee her saying that her dad hitchhiked for her mom and then Dale telling the story of his parents and saying his dad hitchhiked too I was in a group chat with two of my friends and there was smoke coming out of our phones we were texting the funniest things I can't believe that they're actually engaged he was in Sacramento over the weekend now she's in North Dakota or South Dakota wherever he's from meeting his family they're basically doing hometowns now uh, do you guys want to place bets on how long they're going to last? I say no more than six months. They're definitely not going to get married. I mean, there's no way in hell. I wonder how they're adapting to each other. And if he I, you can tell that she's more infatuated with him than he is with her. I mean, he's going along with it because he wants to be famous. But she is she looks at him like she's literally going to eat him up. Also, I was scrolling through Instagram last week and someone looked familiar. I'm not following any of the guys from the season besides Dale. <clears throat> One of the guys looked familiar. I've been following boy band Kenny for a long time. I don't know why. I don't know how. But let me just say that he looks totally different on his Instagram than he does on the show. Like totally different. I'm like, why the fuck am I following him? Maybe he is a boy band manager for a boy band that's coming to the radio station. I don't know. Why else would I be following him? So freaking random. I was shocked to see his face on my feed. I'm like, wait a second. Is this boy band Kenny? Lastly, I'm ex... Er Two more things, I guess. I'm excited to see what Dale and Claire have to say tonight. They've done a couple interviews. They did one on Good Morning America, but they're just not giving us much. And I feel like Claire is always looking at him and then speaking for him because his vocabulary is very limited. I feel bad making fun of him because he does seem like a nice person, but he also doesn't. You can be a nice person and a bad person at the same time, right? Um, I, I, I'm curious to see what they say tonight. I'm curious to say what, see what Chris Harrison says to them. I also think that the drama for the season is kind of going to be over because everyone was just anticipating the shit show. And now, I mean, that's going to come to an end after tonight. The trailer for Tasha's season did seem really good, but I accidentally saw some spoilers and I feel like the season is not going to be that great. I'm curious to see who the new guys are that we see in the trailer. Um, I think there's two guys that I, I don't recognize. I, I'm assuming they're going to bring them in on tonight's episode. We'll find out. But lastly, I don't like Tasha's hair. I don't like the chunky blonde highlights. I feel like they don't look good on her. Like, And then that blue dress that they put her in for the pro I, I don't like any of it. I don't know if they just didn't have enough time. But even today she was doing interviews and her glam squad. I'm like, what? what is off about her? Like, don't get me wrong. She's gorgeous. I just don't like her hair. These chunky blonde highlights, they're not doing it for me. Okay, Tasha. Thanks. Have, maybe have, maybe call Claire and have her do your hair. <laughs>
Okay, well, I'll be back in a little bit, or not in a little bit, more like 12 hours with Brett and Bree, and we're going to go over tonight's episode of The Bachelor. Live from the living room, it's Tuesday night. See, last last time I was live from the bar, this time I'm live from downstairs, but see, the way my office is set up is if we plugged Bree in to do the podcast upstairs, I don't know if I could get the settings back, and then my podcast would be all fucked up, so we're just going to do it like this, like we're on location. Did you tease me earlier? Yeah, and turn the sink off because my phone's going to pick that up. No, Brett, turn the sink off. Just He's doing dishes. Oh, my God. He, he made a really good dinner tonight. He did make a really good dinner. Pre-Bachelorette, which Bree and I watched together for the very... For the very first time, I've only been trying to get Brie to watch The Bachelorette for like the past six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not about trash TV at all. And I know that sounds very cliche, but oh, I only watched because of Claire this season because she's in the 916. And now I'm very disappointed because I can't stand that bitch. Oh. Is that too much? No, it's so funny because Brett, or now we were just watching it tonight and Tasha, you know, is going on dates and she's normal. And Brie was like, is this how it normally is? I'm like, yeah, you were just poisoned by Claire Crawley and her trash four episodes. And so now Brie doesn't understand what the franchise is actually all about. I'm, I'm clearly damaged. I feel like I have PTSD. I don't feel like I can even date after this. Like, Every, like, what did it, what was I saying tonight as things were happening? I was like, well, Yosef wouldn't like that. Or, yeah. or um, well, Claire said that you, if you try to pull in and kiss her, she's going to back, you're going to back away. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm traumatized from Claire. Emotionally damaged. And now we have Taisha, who's like normal. And it's nice because we do want a normal season. But it also is like, man, we got so much drama in four episodes that like, where do we really go from here? We did get our last taste of Claire tonight. Um, and that is was... Is it though? You think, you think? Like, let's be honest. Unless you're following her and Dale's cheesy Hallmark Instagram story um, where she had he had to teach her how to make s'mores last night. Like, bitch, you're 39 years old and you've never made a fucking s'more. Or like, she was like, I gave Dale the ultimate tour Sacramento. Like, what? what is really the ultimate tour Sacramento? Like, she, took him, she took him to her high school, Loretto. That's, that's not, no longer that's there. Now a, yeah, that's now like a middle school or a charter school. She took him to the Dutch Bros off Arden and El Camino. Cool tour, Claire. Yeah, no, I don't. Ugh. Okay, yeah, you're right. Let's move on from Claire. I hope well, this is the last let's, thing we about Let's Claire. just say one last thing. Chris Harrison asked tonight what their next step is. Okay, side note. I love him. Can yeah. spin off with him? Brie loves Chris Harrison. I will say, Brie, he just came out with a line of wedding bands. Really? Mm-hmm. So get you a boo and okay. get that boo Chris okay. Harrison's wedding rings. I'm working on it. I applied. <laughs> We're good. Let's go. Let's go, Batch Nation. So Claire said that she the next step was babies, and it literally stopped Dale in his tracks. Like, he instantly like stopped what he was saying and is like neck did this thing and she's like laughing and giggling she is a full-blown psycho she is a home good sign in a in the body of a 39 in 39 year old packaging what was the quote she was saying that we said oh my god if she says this one more time i'm gonna throw my phone um Um, it was the um uh, has my back something about having oh he yeah he's He's there there he shows up for me he shows up Bitch, if Claire says he shows up one more time. He shows up for me. I was pacing around the swimming pool with anxiety and he shows, shows up with me. Up. When I'm wearing yoga pants, no. a tank top, and my no. gre- my hair in a greasy, greasy knot, knot. He shows up for me. And she and she goes, and then she said vice versa. I was like, he has a greasy knot too. Like that's yeah. fucked up. He I pointed out to Bree tonight that um Dale looks like Leanne Rhymes, and now she can't <laughs> she can't unsee it. Yeah, I actually haven't seen those memes yet, but that's hilarious. You gotta see it. Yeah. So Taisha, um, first of all, I've been going on and on in my podcast about Spencer. Where the fuck is that full at? He showed up tonight. He showed up tonight, and let me tell you, I didn't peg him as being like a huge dick. He got that, he got BDE, big dick energy. Well, maybe it's true. We don't know. I mean, yeah, we're probably not going to find be judging. He is. He's got. He's he's kind of a dick. Is he though? I don't mind it. Is he a dick though? Here's the thing. I'm playing devil's advocate because he has come into a group of guys that have already been through it. So he has to come in strong. 
True. And he's also Because all these guys are a band of brothers now. A band of brothers. Band of brothers. Think about it. True. Um, I just wasn't expecting his personality to be like that based off of his looks. I don't think i think taisha likes more of um like a passive nerdy guy based off of brie you don't know this her last boyfriend john paul jones who was a nerd and then also um i i just get that vibe from her like tonight i was really feeling her date with brendan i feel like they're such a good match i feel like they look really good together I just think that Tasha's taste is not the best looks wise. Like, I don't think she's going to go for the best looking guy in the room. And I think what she thinks is the best looking guy might not be what the general public thinks is the best looking guy. So my question to you is, as a avid bachelorette, bachelor watcher, watcher, mm-hmm. you call, usually like to call who's going to win at the end, like before the season even starts, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this season you said it was going to be Spencer, but Spencer hasn't showed up till today's episode. Yeah. So now that Claire is gone with Dale or whatever, who do you believe is, do you have a feeling as of tonight, like this first episode with Tasha? do you have a feeling of who do you think is going to be the winner? Um... Do you? If not, no. Just say no. But do you have a feeling? Maybe I, one more episode in. What? I read spoilers every season. Okay. So what does that mean? So I know who's going to... I know I know the outcome already. Well, you suck. I know. I And I, I, that's why I told you, don't follow Reality Steve because you'll accidentally see it. It just pops up on your timeline. I only follow Reality Megan Rage. Yeah. And I would never I would never tweet a spoiler. But the last episode, every so season... So then you know who the... I know who the winner is. Oh, I'm over you. I, I don't even want to be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> I'm done. No! Come back. But it's always speculation. Like, the guy that, the guy that tweets it every year, he's always, he's always right. I don't know who his sources are, but he did say this season is different because there's no picture proof. There's no evidence. Normally, as you know, you think about The Bachelor on a, on a normal season. It's out in public, so people sure. can snap pictures, and so he has good sources for spoilers. This time around, I don't know who his sources are, but he basically put the final, the final episode out there. It's not confirmed, though. But I think I know what happens. And I do that every season. And I try not, and I wasn't going to do it this season. But my friend Brittany, she sparked my interest. And so I said, next time I'm on Twitter, if I see something, I'm going to click on it. And I did. And so I can't say. Yeah, don't say it. I won't. I never would. I would never spoil it for oh, anyone. Good. Even Brett. Brett watches it with me every season knowing that I know. And I don't spoil it for him. Do I, Brett? Yeah. Brett, turn the sink off. He's doing the dishes. What are you doing? The dishes, bitch. I'm trying to clean this fucking dirty ass. Come here. Thing. Who do Come you here, who do you think's gonna win? You don't know any of their names, but who do you think's gonna win? Describe them. Who do I think's gonna win? What the Bachelorette? Yeah. No, Wheel of Fortune. I think. Um, I almost said Jeopardy. I know. R.I.P. I think maybe the guy who looks like he's from a gangster movie who's killed about a million people, he might kill everyone. Which guy's that? Wait, like gangster like New York or gangster like Compton? We're talk- no, 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 no. We're talking. We're talking gangster like. Um, oh the oh the the white guy. Yeah. The, the um. I mean. It, it, oh, the, oh, the Italian job. Guy? Oh yeah. The one like, we said that looks like Jersey Shore. His his face looks like a breeze block. Yeah, the one we said that looks like yeah. Jersey Shore. The one that yes, like, they were arguing with the at the end of the. Preview. Okay, so the guy looks What's like the. Ita- I don't know Ed. Ed. Yeah. You think you think Ed's gonna win? No, only Ed. because he'll probably kill everybody else. Oh. First. Okay, okay, who do you really think's gonna win? I really hope that. My hero's gonna win. Thirty-nine-year-old. Oh, br- um, Brett likes Brett likes boy band Kenny, who I talked about earlier on this yeah. episode. Kenny. Brett says that he hopes that he looks like him in a year when he turns thirty-nine. Yes. Only you don't, because he okay, has really I'm spacey teeth. I'm gonna guess teeth. the winner right now. Okay. This is a bad guess, though. Okay. I'm gonna go, go with easy. I'm gonna no. Do you know what? I, I'm gonna don't go. don't copy off. Don't no, copy me. No, 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 <laughs> no because Brett. me and you was feeling this shit. We were. We was feeling this shit. We were. Okay. What? When, when we walked in the room, when this came on, we was like. This motherfucker's gonna win. Yeah, who was it? Easy. Yeah, we yeah. both said that. Boom. I didn't hear you say that. Yeah, okay. We did. Yeah. You guys have easy. Okay. But, but for me, if I was in it, I'd have picked Ivan already. 
Ivan. So I do it's like the, I do like the way that they look together. I do like the way that they look together. I will say though, I and I know things could change because you always like who they like when you see a one on one date when you don't know the guys very well. Like you're always like, oh, I really like I really like the date tonight with Brendan. Like I'm like so sold on Brendan right now. Like I'm like no, that, it was a great date. It was a great date. The fact it. that they were fun. both divorced, they look really good together. I just I also was telling Bree that I really like this season because, you know, if you've watched in the past, a lot of you haven't watched in the past that are, listen, are listening to this. Yeah, a lot of people that listen to my podcast started because I talk about it on the podcast. Oh, shocking. Like, I have, like, five to ten new people. Hey. Hey. You, you included. Hey. Hey. So, what some of you might not realize is that the dates on any other regular season are very extravagant. Like, there's no getting your hair wet in the pool. There's no hot dogs by the by the you know barbecue so this is kind of unprecedented in a way where like everyone can kind of relax a little bit no like lamp park on a saturday type of shit there's no traveling like pack your bags we're going to bali which sucks because it's not the full experience for some of them but it's also good because i feel like they're able to be like more of them and even though it is still a very rushed environment it's not everyone always says this isn't real life you're not always picking up and going on vacation and getting these meals paid for and like you know this I mean it's a little more realistic experience it's still not super realistic but it's better than most seasons they're seeing everybody prep more transparent more like on a normal day to day probably absolutely they're staying at a hotel or a um, a resort or a lucky to in. Yeah, I mean that you know that place is hell expensive. It's like $5,000 a night to stay there. Yeah, that's weird cuz when I go to LA La Quinta is like $39. Totally, but, but this <clears throat> this is right by where Coachella is though. Oh, sure. This yeah. is the only resort that's near Coachella. The area. Exactly. Got it. And so and they hiked up the I guess it costs a bachelorette a lot of money to rent the whole thing out even though it's during COVID, so they hiked up like each room was like $5,000 a night. Can you imagine yeah. what the bill for that was? Yeah. So, yeah, um, the good thing that I will say is normally when I watch the seasons, I know who the final four, I, I know everything. I don't know everything this season. So there is still an element of surprise. Um, and like I said, what I do know is not confirmed. And don't worry, I would never spoil it for anyone. But I will say that I feel like I've been shitting on these guys for the past few weeks and they are definitely growing on me. Um, I like Glasses Guy. I can't remember. Jordan. Jordan. Jo- I like Jordan. Jordan. Mm-hmm. I like Brendan. I like. Um, mm, uh, who's the James Bond guy again? Oh, Bennett. Bennett. I like, I like Bennett. He's grown on me. Ivan has grown on me. I just don't really like his personality that much. Ivan. He's a little cheesy to me. Really? Just, yeah, I just, I don't know. I know. I think that's. Ugh. Right now, his personality for me, like, is just not really doing it for me. Um, but I like Ivan. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I looks wise, I think they look really good together. I just don't, I don't know if he's her type. Like I said. Okay, well, I know Brie, you know, you said you, okay, go ahead. Sorry. You don't know her ex-boyfriend, John Paul Jones. I don't, yeah. He is the scrawniest, like, blonde hair, but, like, he looks like one of the kids from Home Improvement. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Yeah, but the older Brad. He looks like Brad, the one that just oh, got arrested Brad. for oh, assault. Our own. Yeah. Poor guy. So yeah, I just don't you. So keep, then basically the field is like who knows. Keep who that knows in mind exactly. Keep that in mind for her type. So she's gonna pick like Bennett. Yeah, that's what I was, gonna, <laughs> I was just gonna say Bennett. I mean that would I that to me would be her type, but I haven't really seen them talk yet. It's going to be interesting. I'm also curious to see how long the season's going to go on. So I mean, well, they did add four new guys too, so they're trying to give her a full season. I feel yeah. It's really c- conflicting with my This Is Us because This Is Us is also on on Tuesday nights. <gasps> Next season, why the fuck did we move Bachelors to Mondays? Yeah, I can't help you there. I don't know. Okay, well, I don't it, know, but it, I'm also about the This Is Us life, so. Yeah, and now I have to risk seeing spoilers for that because I watch it the next night. Uh, yeah, Tuesday nights suck. It's just too jam-packed. And now The Curse of Oak Island is back, which Brett loves. <laughs> that brett the curse of oak island brett come here and explain what the curse of oak island is for the people quickly the best show known to man what is it so i mean i can't explain it's gonna take too long okay so so in a nutshell don't clap my god sensitive speaker in in a nutshell Fucking hundreds of years ago, there was some treasure buried on an island called Oak Island. 
in off the coast of Canada and it's a well-known fact it goes back like 700 years and these guys have been searching it for the past 20 years and they are almost there I feel as though this season they are going to fucking do it so Isn't every it a season real TV yes show every like season a, like a documentary yes every season it's these old guys dumping all yes to both of that no, it's a real show. Oh, okay. It's a real show. It's a real show following these old guys that are dumping all their money. It's like a documentary. Trying to find this buried thing. treasure. Yeah. It is a okay, documentary. Gotcha, gotcha, 100% okay. documentary. Yeah, it's a doc, docu, are, docu-series. Yes. They are like pulling shit out the ground. Oh, I think I've seen previews pull, for this. They are pulling shit out the ground. Is it underneath like a like a water thing? Yeah. Like a, and well, they're searching a whole like island. A lake or it's something. An island. Yeah, it's an island. There's a lake. There's a swamp. And so they'll and like find something. They're like this feather, oh, and then it leaves you on a exactly cliffhanger. Exactly what you're yeah. talking about. The yeah, pull- yeah, 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 yeah. I swear to God, it's the only show I've Brett seen loves. For this. The Curse of Oak Island. And so that's like, also on like on Tuesday nights. Seasons deep. Yeah, and every episode, it leaves you on a cliffhanger. Like, the next episode, they're going to find the treasure. And surprise, they never fucking do. Yeah, they never do. And they're, they they're just dump all their money into all these resources to they search the millions. island. These two brothers have spent millions. That's crazy. It's insane. But, I mean, it is... It, some of the shit they found there, it's like they're finding fucking coins from Spain from, like, 600 years ago. And like, why would that be in in northern Canada from six hundred years ago? Yeah, you know, so, yeah. shit like that. And 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 the finding, um, like, banana fucking um, banana like skins in the fucking ocean from seven hundred years ago. Which which I feel like you're making some of this up. Yeah, banana I, skins. No, not banana skins. I think I think banana tree. <laughs> No, banana tree, uh, the leaves of a banana, banana tree. Banana skins are also biodegradable. I, I was just going to say, they, yeah. I I can't give you a good synopsis of the show because I fall asleep during it whenever Brett watches it. It's wow. not my jam. Because wow. they're not going to find the treasure. I mean, the show's going to... Something gonna... to do with banana fucking... Okay, we're past banana the... Banana leaves. We're past leaves. the banana. Yeah, I feel like a show. I think everybody should watch What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. It's an FX TV show. There's two seasons in, but you can also watch it on Hulu right now. Okay. It is one of the funniest shows right now it's like a mockumentary like the office and or parks and rec if you guys are fans of that mm-hmm. but it's a, about vampires and i know that might be not your jam or um, whatever I, bitch i love twilight okay sure but it's not like that it's like uh-huh. it's what it's a it's a comedy about vampires that live in 2018 2019 so like twilight sure and um <laughs> they live in Staten island and they've been alive for years and they're just trying to live like the day-to-day life now and they have this like, Fami- twi- like Twilight. Yeah, and they have this familiar... Okay, come on, bitch. I will kill you. <laughs> ow. Oh, don't say it like I said I'll kill you. And you said ow. That's all rude. I didn't touch you at all. My ankle, my... Your ankle tweets. My ankle tweet. <laughs> don't make people think like I hit you. Or something. Oh, my God. Rude. Okay. So, anyways, if you guys need a new show to watch, What We Do in the Shadows, FX, Hulu. Hilarious. You will not regret it. Very smart writing. Very smart comedy. The producer and creator of it Who's- is... Taika Watiti, who is I know I know relax, he is the writer and creator uh, the writer of Thor Ragnarok. Never so seen you, it. Thor, okay, Thor Ragnarok. with Chris Hemsworth. Yes, it's the second Thor second Thor movie. I think this. No, okay, yeah, the second Thor movie. He uh, that was it was like the best Thor movie ever. But anyway, okay. he this guy is. Did you very just popular. open another bottle of wine? Yeah. And the. Oh God! In these, in this guy's popular tomorrow. in the movie. It's not Christmas tomorrow. In the movie industry. Oh God! Okay. Uh, okay. And if you guys want to watch it, all right, I'm gonna go home now. All right. Well, you guys, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast, and follow What the Chuck Podcast. And it's your girl Bree on social media. It's your girl Bree. B R E. Good. Good night. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.